Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. It's back, that's right, we're back here on video. Hello, here's I'm our back, faces. Baby. So we're in, we're in, we're in face form. We're in uh, video game destiny talking form. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, I'm here. My name is Mike Burgess, and I'm here with my co-host Ari O'Neill. Hello, Ari. Yeah. I'm back and I'm a girl. Now. Yeah, that's Got right. <laughs> that's right. You know, do you have you have a more formal uh, podcast to listen to for folks interested in hearing more about that? On I guess it will be on Rational Passions main kind of page, right? If you want to just yeah. kind of at the very up. least, it'll be on my Twitter. Right. So cool. Cool. Yes, that's you know. Hey, we'll, you know, I don't think we have to questions th- fielded over there. People questions, questions fielded over there, and like I don't want to. You know, we can we can talk about it a little bit, but you know, at the end of the day, the thing I want to be blunt about is like, hey, if you're listening to this and it's like suddenly you're just like, what the hell? Like I like, hey, fuck off! <laughs> like I don't really care. <laughs> like you like you know, Ari's my friend. I'm, I'm happy for her, and you know, we're just gonna. But at the end of the day, we're still just gonna talk about destiny, and have a good time here on the show. So that's all we need. That's all. That's all really matters. Um, yep. But yeah, Destiny two. The video game, uh, yeah. Despite despite uh, popular belief, um, we're we're kind of playing it, right? The game <laughs> is still going. Yeah, this, the game is still going. Um, I heard I heard uh, it's it's make or break once again or whatever the hell the, the people are saying. I don't know anymore. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> the yeah. next Destiny Two killer has arrived. So <laughs> I. Was, I I don't even know which one that would be at this point. It uh, was Destiny 2 the whole time. It was time. Destiny 2. Yeah. So, so yeah, surprise. Um, no. But yeah, we um, we, we, had, we had a little time off as uh, Ari was also in the process of moving. Um, so now you're, you're moved into your new place. So now we're going to hopefully get back-ish on a regular-ish schedule trying to do some of these. As long as there's interesting things to talk about in Destiny, I guess. But, you know, we'll figure it out as we go, as always. Um, but some stuff has happened since uh, we did our last episode in the world of mm-hmm. Destiny. I think the biggest thing we can talk about is the season finale of Season of the Deep happened. We got kind of one last kind of big um, event here with a cutscene uh, that happened, which we, we can get more into in a second here. Um, there's some other stuff, like a new exotic quest uh, finally came out, or like we were able to finish it because you had this whole process of catching exotic fishes over over multiple weeks. And now we've got all the fishes and people have figured out what to do with them. And uh, we'll talk about that as well. And then also this week in particular, um, uh, some Bungie devs went out and got, did some cool interviews uh, talking about kind of narrative stuff, Lightfall reception, and kind of what to expect from some story stuff. Um, at least kind of what they're kind of going for in the the world, the story kind of uh, presentation going forward in seasons and other things like that. Uh, I think it's some interesting stuff to, to talk about there. Um, but yeah, so um, when, when was the last time you played Destiny 2, Ori? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> nice. So okay, me too. I, I got you beat. <laughs> uh, I, I did a GM this week. Oh, wow. I know. I did, uh, what's it, Devil's Lair? So okay, yeah, that's, that's someone this week, I think. Yeah, it's funny how that is... I've I've done that like GM once, but mm-hmm. the 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 times that I played through that as Nightfall in D one, it just all bleeds together. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's yeah, it's still kind of the same thing, right? Like since even that mm-hmm. D one iteration, yeah, 
Yeah, the Briggs in like the middle part make it different, mm. and it's definitely like harder than the Hardest Nightfall modifiers in D one. But um, and that was when you had like the the Three of Coins card from Zur that you would, you know, do or whatever. I, I, I'm thinking of early D two, I guess. <laughs> um, Lord, Lord have mercy on my brain. Yeah, it's a it's, um, a, it's, a, it's a haze, right? Yeah, I don't. D one Nightfalls is like. <laughs> It was harder, I think. <laughs> That's about all I remember yeah. about it. Um, but we did that. I got some buzzards, some adept buzzards that I had missed out on last season, which was nice. nice I got yeah. two banger rolls on my one run because it was like double rewards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. I never have to do this again. Yeah. Don't need any of these anymore. That, that That's I had a similar thing happen to me last season when I when I did that, where I was like, I got one or two that were like good enough. And I'm just like, cool. Yep. Yeah. I got enough. like perpetual perpetual motion rangefinder one of my roles and i was like cool i'm set (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah that was that was it like i will be honest mike i like tried to like i played a single salvage and did like three strikes and i was exhausted (laughs) afterwards i was like yeah i'm I'm feeling that i uh, yeah i had a almost somewhat similar because i came off of you know i think we both finished or or i finished final fantasy 16 or this week Mm-hmm. And was kind of having that like, all right, well, maybe I can try and like, you know, ease back into Destiny and see what's going on and maybe like, you know, start catching up on little minuscule things here and there. And I felt like I was pretty much just forcing myself to be like, all right, let me do these yeah. weekly challenges. Let me just do a couple of these. And then, all right, I guess I'll pull some stupid season of the deep armor and put it on while I do these stupid salvages, <laughs> do the stupid challenge. And it, it, it was it was enough to like you know get it get it going and then like you know it it was fine um, you know I, I do want to to do you know get to a point where I feel like I, I'm I'm up to doing GMs again uh, hopefully sometime this season either with like our group or people in our our raider group or my clan members or whoever wants to to do them um, I, I'm I'm I I feel that I feel enough pull for that, but like other than that, yeah, like the weekly stuff, I'm just like, ah, all right, just let's you know, just, I just gonna do it to do these challenges, and then like I'm just kind of I'm tuning I tune out pretty much as soon as I kind of mm-hmm. try and do any more outside of that. So that's I'm definitely still kind of there as well. Yeah, I mean, like Solstice is coming up, and the idea of grinding event challenges sounds miserable to me right now. To be yeah. totally honest, yeah. Uh, and I might, you know, I might still do it because I, I that's like, I like that title, Fire Flame Keeper or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, boy, you know, yeah, <laughs> I have to. I still have to get this exotic that we're about to talk about. Too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there too. Like, I actually, that's that's that was something I did as well as I, I went and got the stupid the stupid fish which luckily did not take as long as i thought it would like Ugh. i was definitely sitting there just be like oh god i it's gonna take forever to get these but i remember i actually had already gotten one of them so it was just like going to each planet to to like get the the rare one um i got each. the one on the edc pretty easy and then I spent a full hour and twenty minutes on Nessus, and I was like, "Okay, uh, I'm I'm done for today." I think. Yeah, I I didn't have it that bad, but it was like I would say like that was like the grand total to get all the the remaining ones I had. So I, I like lucked out on some of those uh, drops. But I definitely still had moments where I was like, I get to the fishing hole and be like, "All right, let's start doing this." And there's people here, that's nice. And then just like the thing just evaporates, and a fucking public event starts. You're just like. 
All right. Well, all, like there's like four other people running over to the public event. At least they're going to like zoom through this. So I'll just stay in here and do it. Freaking do this. Or, or, or most of the time it's either that or you just see everyone leaving to orbit. And it's like, all right, yeah, I'm just, I don't want to do this public event by myself. So I'm just going to leave too and come back later. God, yeah, I did like the three rounds of Nessus public event. And I was like, uh, and like fishing hole until it's gone. And once the third fishing hole left, I was like, okay. I am done for today. I'm going to go yeah. play a different video game. Yeah. Like, I, I guess, like, the nice thing is, I will say, is I've heard that, like, if, if as long as one person has the, the fish in, in, in a group, mm-hmm. the other people, like, have, don't have to do that part. They just have yeah. to be with somebody. But I want to. Yeah, like I ended up doing stupid. I I ended up doing it as well, just because now, yeah, it's like the nice thing of like, oh, I go into like the the helm area that's gonna get deleted in like seven months. But hey, look, I have all the fish in here. Look how cool my fish tank is. Yeah, they they freaking they they suckered us with that. uh, um, At least at least me with that aspect. But at least you get like good rewards for like I got like two ascendant shards for turning in the exotic fish. Was like okay, yeah, you get yeah some exotic stuff. That's which is just pretty nice. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at too, where it's just like, I'm, I'm easing back in and then like, I still want to like try and yeah, at least like do all the, the weekly seasonal challenges for the season and get the bright dust. And like, hopefully I'll, I'll get some, be able to at least try and see if I can get the other folks to do the GMs for the season. Some of them are definitely some of the harder ones. So I don't know if we'll, we'll see if it ends up, ends up going like, bare minimum if i if i you know i think it's i I looked up the rotation i think the first week in august is uh when loaded question the adept version of that comes back it's the first week Mm -hmm. of august so i i will at least is that a void rocket no that's that's the that's the um that's the fusion rifle the arc fusion rifle is loaded question the the rocket is the week after that actually there is a void void rocket it's the braytech one braytech one one, yeah that's it um, that's, that's like the week after that, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely, i definitely feel like I'm taking it, trying to take it very slow, uh, with destiny I, where I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to ease in and try and, you know, do a little bit here, maybe each week, but not like go full in each week and maybe just kind of check a couple challenges off each week and then kind of move on and then play something else or, you know, catch up on other stuff in my life. Yeah. Uh, over the course of the one Grandmaster Nightfall, I completed five seasonal challenges. Excellent, so, yeah. Like, nice! Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've definitely ha- held on to a handful of those challenges just because of that. Because that's like, I know I'm going to do GMs hopefully soon here in the next week or two. I'll start trying to do a couple of them, and, I, and I, though, I'm hoping that same thing happens where I just bang out a bunch of them. Um, I just, I, I believe as long as you do one, then I'll get to rank 10. Fine. Um, yeah, because mm-hmm. that's, so that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I wanted to knock it out, uh, and then I'll be able to re get my guarding rank back to where it was. Assuming you know I finish everything else, I assume I I will be able to. Yeah, um, I, th- I think everything else like stays pretty much locked in. I've I have not looked at uh, if rank eleven is. I'm I'm just kind of assuming rank eleven has you have to do the solo dungeon again. I just yeah I'm not gonna do it. I can't do that again this season. That's like. That's yeah. you know maybe maybe it's a hot take to some you know hard, some of the hardcore hardcore destiny people out there but like I really think they have to rethink the idea of like getting the max to rank 
has to require like soloing dungeons or every other season or multiple seasons. Like I just, I think that's just like a higher ask than even doing like a master dungeon or like a master raid. Like, I feel like that's at least yeah. personally to me, that's just that like, what is, what is that? What does that actually get you at this point? Like I, I did it once to just do it and it felt, and, and, that, and that was still like not the most fun thing to like force myself to do. Um, for for Spire, but I did it just to at least do it once, and then I don't know, I don't know. I, it's still it's hard for me to see myself doing that again. So like, you know, I, I'm very curious where like you know I'm sure you know they got a lot of feedback on where Guardian ranks and commendations and that kind of stuff was was because I think it definitely came in pretty lukewarm with Lightfall. That was definitely one of the like l- things people were not uh, the most thrilled about among the other other whatever things about Lightfall. I'm definitely curious that how how they're thinking of that. I I'm assuming that's gonna be like maybe a bigger talking point come, you know, the this August showcase, uh potentially. Yeah. We'll I, I feel like we won't see a rework of it until Final Shape in yeah. any substantial form, but I think we will see it touched up, especially if like I imagine the intent could be that your guardian rank is the level that lets you in certain activities. Sure. Um, and maybe that's why they had it set up in a certain way. Like, obviously, probably everything past seven, you can get in anything. Yeah. But um, I wonder if, the, if if that was the goal, if they're rethinking that and, and how they're going to change how that works. But we'll right. wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think they're, they're, they're going to take a pass on all of that kind of stuff in general, like especially commendations. Cause like, I feel like commendations are like still kind of weird. Cause like one, they just don't feel, they don't feel great being these like weird arbitrary things that like extra steps that are in guardian ranks already, um, giving these commendations out. And like if, but then at the same time, like if you remove them entirely from that, then like, what do they serve other than just kind of saying like nice ish things? Like, like it feels like the best, like it feels like getting best dressed is cool. But then like, you know, when I'm doing like at this point in the game, it's like, I'm doing a strike and I get a thoughtful commendation. I'm just like, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I was sitting here trying to just do my bounties. Like I wasn't, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I was actually that thoughtful about helping people out or doing whatever in a strike. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's a little weird, but you know, it might, it might make sense to like, redo all of the commendations to things like best dress like best shot or you know yeah, best right. help just really general things yeah or like incorporating like like things like you know the like i guess when i think of commendations so much i think of stuff like overwatch because i guess that's like the easiest one comparison game that i played for for at least a, a okay-ish time i know other games obviously have stuff like this but like you know, there's obviously like a stat screen that is involved and like, you know, you can see like kills and, you know, whatever things like, you know, done, done that. But like, do you know, incorporating some of that into like those little fun st- kind of stats into commendations, right? So you can like when you go into that screen, you can, you know, and maybe you're like going to give some accommodation. It'll say like, hey, this person either got the most kills or this person like revived this many people or did this or like did this certain thing during the strike that like kind of gives them like a little like you know kind of like a little extra you know medal or like tag that's like hey they were this that like that would be incentivize them to do that or something um so maybe maybe like little extra things like that rather than just you know 
giving a random commendation. Like, like, yeah. like you kind of said, like, you know, maybe giving commendations for more specific things of like, Hey, he, this person had like a cool moment. Cause they like use their super at this time. And that's what the play this, of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Extra stuff like that might be a cool way to do it. Um, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, um, the, the, uh, <clears throat> anyway, for that kind of stuff, we're just going to have to wait and see like, you know what they're going to do come August. I think like August is going to, shed the light on a lot of things uh for the future of uh destiny and all that um but uh yeah we had we had that exotic quest pop up um like i think neither of us have done it yet <laughs> just because you could tell kind of the, the general mood we're in where i have the fish um and i have the um we both and i can can go dunk it and i'll do it at some point but it definitely seems like you know from what i've seen hearing from people it seems like you do have to kind of like go in prepared for it to like have a, have a, have a group that's like ready to go and like have somebody with divinity and you have like a lot of like DPS checks and things like that for like, uh, this timed like portion of like a deep dive that like opens up when you do it. So, um, yeah, it's like a tormentor boss that you have to beat. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, it seems like though it has turned like the match made playlist into a nightmare because everyone's just trying to do it with randoms. So. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've, I've avoided that playlist uh, a little bit because I was like, kind of already done with deep. I, I like a lot of stuff in like the concept of deep dives, but like I just don't see a thing a thing I want to run every week um, at this point uh, in the game. And you know, it's it, it goes into kind of a lot of the the, the seasonal uh, the seasonal like uh, wariness, right? Of like the kind like I can I felt it more than ever with this season because of like you know us losing the power. And having to like not really necessarily need these things to like bump up to like do higher stuff, where like like some of this stuff really just kind of feels kind of throwaway. Like it feels naturally designed to like have a certain lifespan, if that makes sense. Like yeah, like I feel like that's all that's a little, been always a thing kind of in some seasonal activities, and I think you know just by the nature of them being like more. Um, tied to like leveling up and powering up and stuff they like felt like a little bit more naturally like there was a little bit like that more natural progression of like all right i'm just doing this over the season because i need to get to this level to do gms or do like a rate like a higher end rate or whatever but now it's not a thing it's like now it's just like all right well now yeah i'm just kind of don't need to do this because i've i've done it like I've, I've ran a bunch of salvages and i got all i need out of this if i don't what do i do this for now so it's just like you just kind of you just kind of lose that right so yeah, I mean, like, that's especially where Strikes and Gambit and Crucible are at with me. Like, yeah. there's nothing I'm chasing. There's nothing I need. I'm just doing it to raise the ranks. And when you're doing it that way, it just feels like it's the slowest possible thing ever. Yeah. Uh, and I've done all of them, you know, dozens of times. Yeah, the this sort point. of, you know, literal years of season over season. Yeah. Yeah, just just feels like a lot. Um, but you know, one, one nice thing that we did get, um, we got the, the season finale, uh, happened, um, a week or two ago. Which was great. Which was great. We basically got kind of the, the end cap here where we kind of had this little final mission to like, you know, Asa gets attacked by Zivara's forces where of course we're about to help her open up a portal or what she's going to show us how, how, how we get into the traveler's portal or whatever and give us that information. Start that stuff, you know, she gets attacked, and then you do this little extra, kind of, you go into this little extra side area in a deep dive area, 
um, and do this fight. You, know, you, sa- you save her, um, and then you know you get we get back, and then we get this scene of um, uh, uh, Sloane uh, talking to us through Asa again, and she uses one more uh, message. That message is that the witch queen must rise. She's coming back. She's coming back. Savathun is coming back. So that definitely seems like it is the kind of the the tee up for what we're probably going to get into next season, which Great is either moment. yeah that was that was cool. Like I feel like they've never done that that explicitly before. I feel like the only other time they've done it that explicitly was for Haunted when you went from Red Thread. That remember at the end of or was it was this at the, I don't think this was actually never mind that I'm thinking of the other way where. The risen ended and our haunted ended, and we got like a thing from Callus talking about joining the witness or whatever. For some reason, I thought that was mm-hmm. that, but that that, Sa- that didn't really Seraph, happen. Seraph and Lost, I think, were the biggest tee ups. Yeah, uh, to to like yeah, go into expansions specifically. Yes, for sure. And th- this is cool because like Lord knows, Destiny needed a shot in the arm, and yeah. Savathun is always happy to provide. Yeah, always always happy to provide. Um, she, she they, they, we'll get into it with some of these interviews. They've like kind of set it up interesting where they kind of talked about like you know, um, setting the expectation of like it seems like the, the Savathun might not necessarily be like still a central s- person in a season, but she might be more a part of the ensemble, which is kind of what they've gone for for a lot of these more recent seasons where. It might not necessarily be like all centered around her for the whole season. It might be like, you know, her interacting with other characters and, and like other things like that, which I think still be very interesting. And, yeah, uh, that's and better, cool. I would say. Yeah, than, for sure. Than her getting her own season. Because we already had that, you know, we had season lost. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Witch Queen, which was like kind of all, all of her story. And like, I'm, I'm kind of hoping this season starts like, I, I, the one thing I hope from this next coming season is like, it is not like, a build up over weeks to get to Savathun, right? I hope it's like week one, we, you know, we find Amaru, we make the deal, resurrect her, and then she leads us on to something. And like this thing, when we're doing something for her over the course of the season to like figure out, or like, yeah. you know, we're helping her, like, you know, Zeevil Wrath became pretty prominent this season. Maybe we're helping her, like, get to get, like, you know, mend the, the ties between Jivu somehow or like open some way to her and Savathun to talk and figure it out and then like uh, doing that stuff like I just I just hope it's not just like we're 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 trying to spark a deal with Amaru to resurrect Savathun and then we're that's like six weeks three of, weeks like, later yeah and then like <laughs> yeah or that's like the whole season is just us trying to get to that and then the end of the season is us resurrecting Savathun or something like that I'm just hoping it's I'm hoping it's not that, but we'll we'll have to see. Um, <clears throat> if it is that, I hope it's a, at the very least more interesting than that sounds. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I hope they I hope they can can make that more interesting. But like, I don't know. Um, I'm not in the I'm not in the <laughs> the the hope the hopeful the hopeful mindset as much these days with kind of some of the some of the stuff they've been trying to do. Yeah, I would say. I'm prepared for the worst, but hoping for the best type yeah. deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly where I'm at too, where it's like, I'm, I'm hoping for that shot in the arm moment. Like, like you said, like the, the kind of shot in the arm moment for this game again, to be like, okay, we're ramp. We're either this, this season's going to kick off and it's going to be ramping up to this expansion again. And we're going to have a lot of pivotal moments that are building to this on top of like, you know, obviously we're going to get final shape revealed and like hear about a bunch of, 
other things coming to the game that like um, hopefully people really want to see and what this game is you know what start them start finally talking about like what is this game after Final Shape uh, um, that I really really would like to know about and, and them them to start unraveling more details about and giving us more details about so yeah it's like you know I on on paper it should be easy peasy we come out of that showcase and we're just so excited to update and play destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like all I want. And that, that's what the showcases have done a good job of. Cause like, yeah, you're getting the preview of the expansion, but then they're also saying like, and the new season that you're going to play today is like this. And, and here's the stuff. Yeah. Here's this. Here's like a, the new raid or new, new, yeah, we, new bits and bobs. A, some kind of reprised raid we've got the the season and whatever activities and stuff that, that come with it new weapons and and whatnot right uh so it should be you know fingers crossed like an easy tee-up but uh i just it's been a struggle <laughs> yeah know? yeah there's still just a lot of unknowns right now and the, gr- the grind that's... has been more real this year it it I think it just is exacerbated by the fact that there are just so many good video games. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a bit, that's definitely a factor too. Of like, I think we talked about it a little bit last episode of just like, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to be super stoked about it, like, a, you know, destiny when it's like a game I've been playing for years and it's still kind of the same thing. And like, it's a good, it's, it can, it's generally a good thing. Some, most of the time, you know, to, you know, to the fact that I put thousands of hours into it, but then you, Compared to like a new mainline Zelda game comes out, a new mainline Final Fantasy game comes out, and yeah. it's like these the don't these hitters. these don't come out these don't come around a lot. So like it's easy to be like drawn away to these bigger things right now than just this same game I've been playing that's like not in the the best spot it's been in in recent like months and years. Um, so it's just easier to just kind of be like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go play Final Fantasy 16. Hell yeah, this, this is awesome. And I'll, I'll come back to this later because they'll, they'll probably figure it out. They know they know what they're doing, but they you know they're just they're just they gotta work there. They gotta they gotta take time. I'm just uh, saying if they if they let my guardian kiss somebody, maybe I'd like nothing <laughs> more. <laughs> if they just kiss, let me smooch. let them kiss already. Come on, <laughs> show uh, more Saint and Osiris smooching next season. It's, <laughs> it's just them kissing in front of Sabbath. Yeah, she'd be so shocked. Um, I, I was trying to ruin your relationship this whole time. That was my secret goal. Yeah. <laughs> to the deception of Savathun. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, we'll just, you know, I think, I think it is regardless of, we know where, I think everybody knows at this point where destiny is kind of at at the moment. Uh, if you're, yeah. if you're playing a lot. So I think it is really just kind of, we're just kind of buying our time to that, that showcase. And I think even they realize that when like, they literally like teased, like they put like a little, like, like art up of it. Like, here it is. This, you know, August twenty second, nine nine, come in the morning. Come on, guys, here it is. Like even they're already like, yeah, let's you know, we're, we're you know, we want to talk about stuff and kind of maybe get some people excited again and get the get the conversation around. Oh God, their game is dying. It's, <laughs> when in reality, it's it's fine. But like you know, it's just fine. It's just you know, it's been six years. We're tired. It's been a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. And you know, they need to you know, they just need to work on stuff. Do you um, think Destiny could survive another six-month-long season? Oh man, um, that's 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 that's. I still think that is a strong possibility. I th- I think it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, personally, for me, I think you know, I think they're going to try and go all in and get light and final shape out 
um, qu- quicker, quick, and kind of in that same capacity that the final shape in, just because, just so they can kind of hit that point and have it done, and that way they can then maybe take longer stretches of time to get on to the next thing. That's sure. that's kind of that's kind of where I'm thinking it's going to be, just because like you know, a lot a lot is there's definitely a lot of community of uh, you know. Said, um, feelings, feelings <laughs> and like you know they're setting this up to be this this moment and I think that's like a, that's pretty fair because it's supposed to be the conclusion of this massive saga they've been on for so long but also like they clearly are talking about you know we, they talked about it in these blo- they use kind of uh, interviews they have of like you know th- we're going to start learning things in these next two seasons that are upcoming that are also going to like lay, lay potential threads for things post Final Shape Okay. Um, and you know, that's, that's definitely possibilities for th- some things we'll learn here. And obviously final ship will come out and there will probably still be lingering things that, uh, we'll have to figure out and go on. But it's like clearly like the big, the big, you know, I think this still needs to come up with like a lot of big payoffs to mm-hmm. like things people have been waiting for, for years and years and seeing where this goes. Um, and with just like knowing that Kane is going to be a part of that story, I, I feel like the payoffs are going to be more like the emotional payoffs. Yeah, obviously, hopefully, we talked about it last episode of like the travelers' origins. I think are, are going to be revealed, yeah. um, and kind of where where the whole story started, and that's what I expected. Like, if you asked me when Beyond Light came out, like, what's the final expansion going to be about? I'd be like, it's about the traveler, um, right? And and probably the veil to a greater extent as well. Um, but I think yeah, I, I, focusing on like the characters that they've built like these really great stories about like mm-hmm. Osiris, Ikora, you know, Zavala in, in whatever capacity that his story can conclude. Uh, I think and Kate now we know like wrapping up the Vanguard story and and like the kind of characters surrounding like like Anna Bray and stuff like that and, and maybe Saint and whatnot, I think would be the best way to go about it. Yeah. I, I I agree, and I I would like, I would, I think just like having that end a, a little bit, or just like feel like it's feel like it, it's been kind of like they've kind of ended it so that way they can like maybe like leave this leave our we can leave our solar system behind and go do completely other things and completely other yeah. different spaces of you. Like Icora hangs up would her be, would be her, cool to me. Icora hangs up her robes and goes and hangs out on the moon or something or goes explores the outer reaches of space you know like yeah. have some like endings for these characters yeah. where like maybe we just never see them again and that's fine yeah totally yeah like i you know i i wanted to leave some of it because i think you know some prediction stuff on there for when like we get closer to that showcase um yeah, for sure but you know one i think i think one, I'll, I'll, I'll still throw out one crazy idea here just just to throw it out there because i think it'd be fun um, I, I, what I would love, um, in, in a big twist would be, and maybe I think this would maybe some people would not love it, but what I would love is we, we, we come out of the final shape. Um, we basically we heal the traveler, like the portal of it dissipates and it just goes back to being the traveler or whatever. And then it, it just has, it's like waking up moment. And it just goes, oh, actually, I was trying to leave peace and just like flies off. And then everyone's just like, oh, shit, like we tried to save this thing and it just fucking leaves us. And then we we just like then we go follow it. And essentially you're like following the traveler to the places it's going. 
um, and trying to track it down. And then like, you know, the next expansion is like us going to some super far off alien world and meeting a new race of aliens that the traveler has like met with that is now there and all of these things are, and it's doing all these traveler things. And we're just like showing up being like, Hey, well, you know, he, this thing kind of fucked us over. Like, I we should be doing this. And they're like, no, this is our God now. And then, you know, it starts some new conflict with some new alien race that now has like our, our powers too, or something like that. Um, I just, I just, I think that, that would be cool. I, I don't, I don't know if like, you know, that would give the opportunity to, you know, I don't know if that you know we would learn about the, <clears throat> the origins of the traveler in that in that regard. Then, if they continue to have the, the traveler be a prominent thing in in the universe, but I think maybe it, it like going around to different stuff could like still give that opportunity to like learn more from it. But I don't know. That's I like <clears throat> I like the idea of the traveler leaving, but not like us angrily shaking our fists at it and chasing it, but like sure. being okay with it, like an being actual like, being like all right, yeah, clean, peace. clean break, like it. You know it's safe now, so it can go do whatever the traveler sure. wants to do. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's and it's definitely like you know I don't think it would you know it doesn't have to be necessarily an ang- a chase after it to in an anger sense just to like you know chase it and like you know be be see aware be be aware of what it's doing or where it's going and like on go- see what it does and like you know being the being there when it when it makes its moves because we don't know if that what kind of impact that can have on the universe is putting out more doing more crazy traveler things. Um, <clears throat> another thing we'll get into with, against one of these interviews, um, which I think we can just get into. I think we just yeah, we can get into them now, get into them now. Cause like there, it's not too much else to talk about. Um, there was, there is like, they did kind of um, outline a little bit of a mid season patch coming, you know, there, and most of it was pretty minor stuff that they're doing compared to, um, the, the last mid season patch we had, which is pretty, which is pretty big. They kind of, outlined some things and we're basically like yeah there's there's not too much this time because we're doing some massive changes in season 22 um so next season like they talked about that's when the like all the crazy zoom changes are happening and they're like they're like reworking sword guarding and all kinds of all kinds Range. of bigger bigger things they're um adjusting uh across the board on weapons and stuff for next season where this is more of just like, Hey, they, Hey, somebody really wants graviton Lance to be meta. If you, have, if you haven't seen yet, cause they are like increasing its damage even more by like a significant, significant 67% amount. 67%. Yeah. In PvE, right. Like, yeah, the they basically, yeah, they said they wanted to match it to the double fire burst on what is it? The, uh, the, uh, revision zero. So they want it to be like on par with like that secondary burp fire, that gun has. That's I think that's what they said in the, in the blog. It's like okay, sure, yeah. I I already like started to like I already liked Graviton Lance, and now it's like going to be even more insane. Uh, so sure, yeah, why not? Fuck it, let's let's do that. Let's, <laughs> let's use that gun and fuck some shit up. Um, yeah. Other thing, other things were kind of like pretty minimal. I feel like a lot of it was definitely PvP centered about like, hey, we're gonna rain back this weapon and like you know buff some lower performing stuff like i think they said like lightweight bows are getting some like improvements and then uh you know other stuff like that i think the other thing they called out for not this season but i think season 22 is they're going to be doing a lot of significant pve centered buffs for hand cannons which is nice because i think they definitely were like uh weapons that needed that a lot like they they're like to be doing like an across the board reload speed increase and some damage increases and stuff so yeah, definitely minor and major damage increases. Yeah. So those, those were definitely, I think that that was definitely 
a good one to pick out of those. That'll be that'll be interesting to hear. Um, they said they said not too many other stuff besides that though. Like I think they talked about like, hey, what about some like more exotic changes and some other things like that. And they said like I don't know if they in that blog they were like, they, I think they were saying that's going to be more like the season after like twenty season twenty three, right? Or, or did they say they, it was, they said tuning a handful of exotics, including a balance pass for the monarch and some big buffs to touch of malice. Oh, so that so that is for next season. Okay. That's next season, and then uh, the exotic glaives are season twenty three, right? And some other stuff. It looks Glaive, like glaive gang is getting a glow up in season twenty three. We're getting, we're getting it, I believe. Um, but yeah, that's that stuff that's like coming in the next couple of seasons. So we'll have to wait and see on that stuff. Uh, but yeah, this this week we had some Bungie devs. Uh, they went. They did like a like a kind of round table kind of interview press thing press kind of interviews and stuff like that with a bunch of different uh media outlets um talking to them about you know lightfall kind of having a little bit it seemed like kind of like a general like post-mortem of like stuff stuff about lightfall it's kind of general reception also kind of talking about season of the deep specifically and how to how they kind of did story stuff and you know there's there's a lot of interesting stuff there's a whole bunch of different places that did this we're going to mainly be focusing on a couple of them here and that's uh, the games ra- a games radar article, um, a, pr- a uh, press start article we have, and also then um, Shack News uh, we have. So um, I can start here with this. Um, we can just start with the games radar article um, from Austin Wood over there. Um, basically, he kind of uh, outlined it as like you know, hey, Bungie is kind of responding to the criticism uh, for Light Falls, and like his kind of headliner is here. Uh, we aren't done giving answers is kind of their response. And that's kind of a lot of what, what they kind of give answer wise here. Um, so I can kind of, let me scroll through here and get to this. So basically kind of, you know, the overall premises was like, Hey, this kind of reception was done. It was kind of too lightfall and kind of not giving a lot of answers in the expansion. You know, what, what kind of, what would you, what do you kind of say to that? It was kind of his, his question to them. And a lot of uh, things that came out of that were basically like, Hey, you know, we definitely tried to. We were definitely experimenting a little bit uh, this time around. Is kind of what the, the, the some of the wording they were using. Or basically, we wanted to you know have lightfall happen, um, and then there would be <clears throat> some an- some answer some stuff answered, but mostly you know it would it would be more of like a, a fallout, and you know answers would then be to like a lot of these like lingering things that we learned about in lightfall would then be kind of piecemealed out through seasons post lightfall. Um, and that's what we've kind of gotten right so far as we've had the veil containment mission, which has given us stuff. And then obviously randomly like week five of the season, we just got one of the biggest cutscenes in like destiny kind of revel- revelations and reveals and stuff. Um, that was, that was built up too. So that's, that's, that, that kind of happened. Uh, let me find the specific, um, kind of quotes they have. Um, so let's see. Uh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Right here it says, um, in a recent roundtable interview, Bungie leads addressed criticism of Lightfall's story and explained the expansion was partly a narrative experiment meant to set up more engaging seasons for the current year. Um, it used to be where you would kind of nod to what was going to happen in the next season, and then you jump into it, and it would be a whole sort of new story with a chain link between the previous one and this one. Uh, begins senior narrative designer Nico Stevens. 
Now I would say we're at a point where the events of season 21 lead directly into the events of 22. Um, we're building the path to the final shape, right? Senior design lead Tom Farnsworth cuts in. This is a 10-year saga, and at this point, everything is pointing towards its conclusion and final shape. These are some of the most serialized and interconnected seasons we've ever done, senior narrative uh, designer Robert, Robert uh, Brooks adds. Just narratively, I think there's there's more swings toward the fences in that regard. The interconnection between annual releases and seasons is kind of a chain link. And this and this year is different in that. Normally we ramp up in, in, into an expansion and then we start the new stuff with the new seasons that come after it. With this one, Defiance and Deep are kind of like a fallout from Lightfall. There's a lot of narrative threads that are left uh, very intentionally unresolved to dig into and expand upon and feel the impact of. Uh, Brooks continues, and then from 22 and 23 onwards... It's the ramp up to the lead and dive into the final shape. It's a very different shape than what we're used to. Some of the narrative arcs might be done in a different way, and that's very intentional. Uh, Brooks, uh, Brooks also clarified that since the season of Deep was uh, in production before Lightfall was even released, and because Destiny 2 kind of developed well in advance, writing something as a reaction is just physically not possible. My read is that Bungie undoubtedly aware of feedback regarding Lethal's story and may act on it in some way, but the writers are ultimately sticking to the plan that was laid out for year six. Um, for the most part, the arcs were there and have been there, and the plan was basically in shape as we make it, uh, uh, Brooks affirms. It was the idea that seasons would be able to make the, to take the things that were there, the threads that were set up, and kind of follow them through to their natural course. Uh, Brooks continues the Vulcan team as a key foreshadowing reservoir, which continues the examination of the cosmic thingamajig called the Veil. And quietly hits that a lot of stuff to come for seasons and expansions. He says this trail of breadcrumbs is a way we're experimenting with the new narrative delivery systems to tell different kinds of stories and shakes things up a little bit from what people have been expecting. All right, so I'll, I'll leave it there. But look into more of this. But yeah, like I said, it was kind of an experiment. To kind of have like light fall happen, and then like the that it's like the the events of that expansion rather like affect the the seasons themselves, and and kind of continue to to kind of sprinkle out the the, the main story um, rather than you know like like they said in the past where you had you know you had the witch queen the witch queen happened and it was kind of its own selected kind of story, and then risen was like loose excuse me, it was like loosely based on that, but it was kind of its own story to an extent. And then by the time we got to Haunted, it was already like building up to like where we're going, wherever we're going after that, rather than them continuing kind of telling us stuff from uh, Lightfall. So, yeah, and Haunted and Plunder set up basically the two facets of Lightfall, right? Like the raid and the campaign. Right. Um, but they were separate. They, they felt more disparate. My my read on this is just that, like, they had all the pieces going, f like, with the Lightfall year, and maybe they split it up, and maybe that split is, I think, what's causing that friction with the, right. the narrative for us, right? Like, yeah. the feeling that the, the Witness cutscene should have been in Lightfall, it's like, right, because they knew when Lightfall was done where that would be, um, right. but... 
it, it wasn't where we wanted it to be necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, I, I, I think, I think that definitely it just comes down to, you know, I, I don't dislike, I don't dislike the idea of them like trying to tell a story over a longer stretch of time. I like obviously they already do that to some extent with like kind of these overarching things and building up over seasons, these, these main story beats. But I just think the like the execution of it was not uh, done well. And again, like they they they, yeah. they say in here, it, it, like this is kind of them experimenting and trying stuff. And you know, I I think it's totally okay for them to do that. I guess I guess you know just you know that was not you know may, maybe they could have been a little bit more upfront about them being like, hey, we're gonna try some weird stuff and different things with this and maybe going on and like, you know, maybe they could have set the expectations a little bit better, but I know that's like also tough because they have to, at the end of the day, they, they're a business and they're going to try and sell the expansion and, you know, want people to be excited yeah. for it and not be wary of it. So like to, to put my, my critic hat on, like if you think about how the, the Sabathun memories that we got were part of witch queen, I feel like, Veil containment is kind of like a different approach, similar but right. different approach to that idea. But that came in the season after Witch Queen or Lightfall, right? So I think that again just goes while it might have been part of the plan, it goes to this means of hurting Lightfall because it wasn't there when yeah. Lightfall needed it, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. And it, they really are like similar thing. I think veil containment is more simple. You just load in and, and hold square and, and you get some interesting lore bits versus like Sabbath and you walk through a room and then hold square and then you get some more interesting <laughs> yeah. lore bits. Um, but I, I do think they're like comparable in how interesting they are. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, like the veil stuff, I think scratches more of like the weirdos like me that are reading the lore books um, which we shouldn't be weirdos, just so everyone knows out there. You're beautiful. Uh, and everyone should read this season's lore book. It is a very, it's very good and almost essential um, of all of the ones. Just listen to me on this. Um, but yeah, I think the, the two, two and, and a lie, just like it felt the vibe of witch queen. It filled yeah. a, it like, it felt like such a natural progression for that character to like tease us with information and all of those yeah. teases were teases to the seasons and the next expansion. And, and they, they were filling that hole, but they felt like they were, you know, they meshed cohesively with which mean where bail containment feels there's more friction there. You know, it doesn't necessarily yeah. mesh. It doesn't, well. it doesn't mesh as well because yeah, I think it's, I think again, it's a sim. I think it's, it can be, it's always as simple as like, it, it is not, did not release alongside it or like a week or two later and then start building off that stuff. It released, you know, three, three months later in season yeah. of the deep. And now, now like there's still, I think people who like don't even realize that was in there. And that's supposed to also be a part of like, that they said, that's going to be like a thing you can access still beyond the, when all the, all the seasonal content gets wiped with final shape. Like that'll, I guess they'll just, have that as a thing you can select from Neomuna. And I feel like in that case that it might feel a bit better because then like, if you're like a newer player coming in and 
then doing Lightfall, then you can like yeah, well, go you'll to get them all at and once. You'll you get know. it. You'll get it all together, and you'll even get that cutscene that we we've also now seen with the the veil the veil stuff. So like, I feel like that'll. I think on that other end, it'll feel like way more like a like a better full package on top of like you know well, you know another thing we'll get to here is like they've explicitly said that veil containment is not necessarily done after this season either. They will continue apparently to tell more stories through that in the next uh, two seasons and some of that stuff will also not not only be maybe tied to like finishing up whatever's left from like you know answers or uh you know answering things from lightfall but rather starting to pose questions for things coming in final shape and beyond final shape um that makes sense i i, yeah. I could see like a potential post final shape arc being all about the veil as well like Sure. Switch from the traveler to the veil, and yeah, and so that this, yeah, so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, so I'll grab this one quick uh, last uh, one, one quick more quote from this uh, Games Radar article. Is uh, this is from uh, it just says Stevens ads. I'm not sure if that's I think it's Nico Stevens. Is that who that was? The dev who says that that's in here. Let's make sure I got the names right. But the the quote the quote is. Um, we aren't done giving answers and reveals in the seasonal content leading up to the final shape either. There are definitely more things that are going to be touched upon that have come out of Lightfall, and there are more things that have come out of the Veilkin team activity. Those answers are coming, they're in there, and like Robert was saying, it's kind of a structure of the down ramp and then on to the ramp into final shape. So basically he was saying like, you know, hey, this, you know, you know Veilkin team is going to have more answers on top of like the seasons themselves will also maybe have answers like that like you know i think uh the the, the other scene one of the senior guys tom farms was also saying like risen or defiance and deep were kind of the aftermath of lightfall but now the next two seasons will probably be more about more directly building up to um final shape which makes sense because you know we know next next more than likely next season is us resurrecting sabbathine to learn how to get inside the traveler and then the season after that will probably be like us doing that particular or at least i'm just you know assuming here theorizing that that next season is like us figuring out how to get into the traveler it's actually just talking to maru for talking four to weeks. Our, four weeks. <laughs> yep got we gotta it's, we gotta build the 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 veil containment uh opener or whatever it is it's just uh finch and amaru talking back and forth over the radio for four weeks isn't that what everybody wanted yeah everybody wants it that's what we've wanted <laughs> <laughs> um so i'll grab i'll grab a couple more quotes here from this is um this is where now i'm going to move on to the press start um article which is just like like you know ultimately kind of similar like you know they talk about a lot of the similar things about like the veil and containment stuff and you know think kind of were touched on in that because i think this is i think a lot of these press guys were at the same thing would be my guess yeah, but maybe it was i think so um but here's some more quotes from from brooks here uh robert brooks from the dev it says uh let's see um there's so many curtains to drop um and i should say veils to part it feels great to explore and reveal some of the story people have been chomping at the bit for we'd always plan that lightfall would lead into a period of answers but not necessarily answering them as it happened the veil containment quest that's available now has content that runs for the entirety of season of the deeps calendar so that means you know we're gonna get more things every week now so that's like what that's like a whole another month of or wow. more of those it's good to know yeah 
Um, there'll also be entries at the start of the next two seasons. I think those are going to be revelatory, not just for the witness, the traveler and the black, black fleet, but also some of the stories that'll be coming up after the final shape. It's awesome to be able to get that out there and to see how players react. It's really rewarding. So there you go. So that's, that was his, that was his thing from press start. It's like, so maybe just two veil containment things, one for each season. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Robert was asked to expand the idea of seasons being a bridge between Lightfall and the final shape. Um, so here he says, uh, in a lot of the, our previous releases, the season ramp up to a major expansion was kind of like the end of that story. The next set of seasons starts a new one. We saw that with Beyond Light and Witch Queen. Lightfall's a bit different experience in that it's just another ramp up. It's a bridge. There's the fallout, the deconstruction of events that happened, and the way characters react to it. Each season will hand off the next one more immediately than before. We want it to be the same when we hand off the final shape into what comes next. So there you go. That's it feels like, you know, the Lightfall was the experiment to like see how they can start telling stories, start having an expansion be a moment and then then have like seasons press progressively build from from those from those events rather than it being like a, just rather it only ever being like uh, seasons lead up to this expansion moment. Um, so that's, so I, that's, that's interesting. I'm glad them, you know, they had, they tried it. Um, it, you know, definitely obviously was not perfect <laughs> from what we've seen with Lightfall. They, you know, but I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they got a lot of, a lot of growing pains were learned. And now we, as we get into these future expansions and what's, what, how they're going to do stuff beyond final shape. I hope this has given them, you know, the, the kind of, Way the way forward to to do this stuff in a better, more potentially interesting way, or exciting way, or cool way, um, and that's and that's cool to hear because that that was all that's like another you know reassuring he, thing to hear, right? Because of like we still have no idea what what shape or form Destiny is going to be once once we get past Final Shape. So the I, this idea of them maybe thinking about it from even a larger shift in how Destiny is, rather than it being like this, we're always going to have seasons that are going to be ramping up to this one big moment in an expansion, and then it's going to be that then we kind of like sort of quote unquote reset to like build that up again to another one. And right where now maybe they can think about it of like, hey, we can have a big moment maybe in, in an expansion, and then we can have like aftermath go from from these moments that like kind of center us into different directions and do different things or have other moments and like, have it be like a different ebb and flow, um, for, for like how they tell stories and stuff over the year of destiny. Like I'm totally for that idea. You know, it's, 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 it's just like a very interesting time. Once we know, you know, what, what, what final shape is going to look like and what, how they're going to present destiny as a video game post that. Right. Right. Start getting Fortnite chapters in Destiny. Here we go. I'm in. Destiny post Final Shape Chapter Four, <laughs> Episode Three. I don't know how Fortnite does there. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's 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 pretty much close there. Yeah, I feel like I was in the ballpark. Um. So yes, yeah, so that that's like definitely like that definitely was like definitely piqued my interest hearing that quote of like how they're thinking about approaching. Destiny story stuff uh, beyond that. Um, the other thing here again was I think as, as I mentioned a little bit was you know uh, the the kind of the, the return of the Witch Queen as he has in his uh, article here. It says uh, Caesar Delete delivered what might be its biggest surprise at the conclusion of its story, the discovery that our only hope for find the witness lies within lies with Savathun. Among players expected the return of the Witch Queen, it remains to be seen how much of an impact she'll have 
on the ongoing narrative. When asked about her role in coming events, senior narrative designer Stephen explained her place in the greater story. She will be a part of the story moving forward, but Savathun's role won't be as prevalent as it was in The Witch Queen. That expansion and the seasonal events leading up to it were her story, whereas here, she's a piece of the larger narrative. It doesn't revolve around her. Uh, Roberts doubled, Roberts, uh, doubled down on this, uh, expressing that seasonal narratives have characters that fit better into their themes and settings than others. We're an ensemble story now with a quite a large cast. When we craft narratives, we look for the best fit for that beat. What characters do we want to have involved in this, and does, th- does it make sense? That's what we're do- going to do with Savathun going forward. It's what stories make the most sense for her to be in. It'll fluctuate depending on what we're doing, but there's definitely more to tell with Savathun. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. So yeah. like, you know, g- going with the good the good beats of what they've been doing with a lot of the... Uh, Storytelling, like it is like an ensemble cast, like that's definitely been, you know, my, you know, barring that, like, you know, Deep, Deep was not maybe my most favorite season, um, or like was, you know, I would, I would say personally, like slightly, like not a bad season, but I'd still consider kind of disappointing. Um, but like yeah. the, the better parts of it for me were definitely still seeing, like, you know, having these, having this, we had this moment, a really cool moment with this finale where we see the cutscene and then we go back to the helm, right? And then we had this whole scene where it's like Zavala. Um, Saint Fourteen, I think, and Saladin, uh, and Saladin ha- like reacting to us learning that we have to go resurrect Savathun, and like you know, Saladin teleports and he's like, "You're not expecting this," and like starts yelling, and getting mad, and then like you know, Zavala's having to like you know, kind of center, like figure it out, and then of course like you know, Saint Fourteen's really mad because obviously it affects that on Cyrus, and he said like, "Cyrus, I have words for you too," and stuff. So like that was like a really cool, that was like a cool moment to like have. The, that them like they are like talking about that more directly um in, yeah. the, in those final moments there like to give that an extra like in moment in extra impact i feel like i mean kind of react to it those have been the best moments of the season just in general like mm-hmm. the drifter talking to sloan and uh zavala over the radio and um like just sloan kind of talking through stuff and what she's been through and, and all that so having that like big reaction because it's a big deal you know, yeah. like we don't we don't turn to this option unless we already know that, like, we're desperate. Uh, and it felt like that. It felt important. Uh, and I like I like that a lot as well. Um, if we get more of that stuff, but also Savathun happens to be one of those characters, like right in front of us talking to other people like that sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, want. yeah. The, think of like the wild room, wild one day room where we have like Savathun, Keitel and like Mithrax, like all in a room together. I know, that'd be, so that'd, be awesome. that'd be pretty cool. Or like having like Ky- even just Keitel and like Savathun, like having it back and forth. Just cool. interacting at all would be pretty, uh, would be pretty cool. And like Osiris in the same room, right? Like, this yeah. person we've seen as Savathun and now like has finally come back to himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's such good drama potential. And I love that. And, and, you know, not even talking about like Savathun and Zivu interacting over yeah. the comms for the first time, which is definitely going to happen. So, um, yeah, I, I, Savathun makes everything better, and so does Deborah Wilson. So <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm excited yeah. to have her voice. Have, back have, have her have more lines with her. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm very curious for that stuff for sure, and like what what role she'll have, what role she'll have in like these remaining seasons, and like if she does stick around beyond um, beyond this, and is like you know a part of some weird storyline. Yeah, like post final shape. I don't know. 
seasonal cutscene wise, like in game seasonal stuff, there, there's been very good stuff this season in spite of everything else. But like yeah. the peak peak for me is probably always going to be talking to Sabathun and the Crystal yeah. throughout Season Each, of the Lost. Yeah. And her just being like the most uppity, like I know more than you, like yeah. absolute asshole. Corrupting, cor- just, like seeing her corrupt like Crow in real time, seeing like yeah. Oh man, I, I didn't know, even think about she them was. interacting again. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna that's, be yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm curious that to do. it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm curious how they're gonna go about it because if they bring her back next season, or like they gonna have, they, they, I feel like they they're gonna have to like pick and choose their moments with this yeah. season. So I like I'm very curious if it's gonna be more about like the more dr- dramatically affected like having Osiris or Crow and other these characters talking to her more directly or is it going to be like you know um i think eris and i wonder if eris and like ikora are going to be bigger next season that'd be cool yeah um, i'm yeah i'm definitely curious uh, and the hidden we might like it you know like fen church and stuff like as characters that we're talking to right, that right. could be really fun yeah yeah definitely definitely a lot of set up for an interesting season for sure but you know I, I again, I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep cautiously optimistic because I feel like Deep, Deep had that had a really cool setup, and you know, it, it yeah. again, like I said, was overall just, just fine and kind of yeah, lukewarm, luke, lukewarm. Yes, definitely a good way to put it, and that's like, you know, some of it's not just directly the story's fault, but some of it's just like you know the lingering effects of like this kind of experiment they did with Lightfall that didn't necessarily like hit as well. As I think, I think a lot of people hoped, and maybe, uh, maybe they themselves, maybe, maybe uh, realizing maybe it was not as uh, well done as they could have done. Um, they seem pretty excited about season twenty two and twenty three. They seem to think that they're they're quite special. So I'm hopeful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so one one last uh, thing we had here from uh, another. Uh, this also came out of this similar interview. Uh, this is from Shack News from uh, Sam, Sam Chandler uh, wrote this up. And basically um, in that same interview, they talked about um, or hinted at the Vex, the Vex who have kind of been, you know, I would say a, lo- a little kind of, you know, not super present in these kind of bigger conflicts recently. I mean, they were in Lightfall a little bit, but, you know, I feel like they've not really been touched on. And then like as integral, I feel like to some of this larger uh, combat going on, especially this season, um, and maybe they said, and maybe they are hinting at a reason for that because maybe they are could be more, more uh, have more things going on post final shape. Um, so here's here's uh, what they said in this interview. So, uh, um, uh, basically, uh, recently I had a pleasure of being in a season of the round table with a couple of developers from Bungie, Robert Brooks and Robert Brooks and Nico Stevens, both senior narrative designers, were part of a conversation. While the focus is mainly on Seas of the Deep, uh, they did shed some light on what's happening with the Vex. There are a couple parts to this one. One, keep playing. Literally keep playing Veil Containment. There's more Vex stuff to come. So there you go. Brooks said when questioned about why the Vex have faded into the background, becoming more of a force of nature rather than an enemy faction at the forefront of the story. Uh, Stevens echoed the sentiment, nothing echoed the sentiment, noting uh, that the Vex have indeed taken a step back. There's a very good reason for that. 
If you are a collection of beings that can, tra- that can time travel and pop in on the timeline at any point, and you see two god behemoths boxing it out in front of you, and your goal is like, I want to be standing when these two things are done, you're probably going to take a back seat, uh, step back and be like, I'm going to let them take each other out and see uh, what happens after that. <laughs> uh, so that's a pretty, that's a pretty good point. Um, it sounds it sounds as if the Vex hyper advanced intelligence that they are see no reason to inject themselves into a situation as volatile as the showdown between the travel and the witness. Uh, Stevens goes on to say that they're a wait in, in a wait and see position, um, and then says we're we're trying to bring the Vex in a little bit more of a personalized way right now in a way that connects with the witness story via the soul divisive. Uh, Stevens explained. There were there, These were the Vex that went all the way back to Destiny 1 with the Black Heart. They've kind of been expanded through uh, piecemeal drops here and there, up into the Spire of the Watcher, which was a really big insight into the Soul Divisive and how closely aligned the Extra are with the Witness. Uh, this is Robert Brooks to me has a soft bot for the Vex, um, and Vex is my first rejection. They, just ha- uh, they are just the most alien, the most fascinating, and the most unusual. So, um, and I think where was the the main quote from Nico Stevens is I think the final I think once the final shape concludes, the Vex may be in a position to do some more stuff. Is how he would put it. So, again, I think this this you know sets up a, a line of like you know the Ve- the Vex I think are not going to maybe have a big part to play in these the th- maybe some some aspects of the Vex will be have a part to play in the uh, final shape stuff. But it seems like they maybe have a larger, larger role post Final Shape, um, which like is a good. I think could be seen as a good and bad thing, right? Because I think like one, it's like okay, yeah, like the Vex are like a pretty big Destiny faction, and there still is a lot of mystery to them, right? I definitely agree with that, and like they are very interesting as this like weird robot goo race that is like, you know, transcends time and space and can kind of yeah. show up whenever they want and decide to like be a part of whatever they want. But at the same time, like, you know, the idea of like us going past final shape and being like, Oh, the threat, the uh, threats here and it's the Vex. And it's just like, you know, we're just still fighting the same four different Vex archetype enemies that we've been fighting for, you know, some people even longer than I have in destiny one. And now in Destiny 2, like, that's just kind of like, eh, let's, let's hope if they maybe, you know, do the Vex become a bigger role, maybe they find some more enemy units to, to bring into the phrase. <laughs> some let's new just red say, bars. Some new no, red bars or some new, some new bigger, bigger enemy types to, to see and, and fight against. So that, that would be my hope from, from yeah. the, from the gameplay perspective where like, you know, again, I think it is like the narrative stuff. I, I'm definitely into the idea where maybe that's like another big narrative arc is like maybe not necessarily a big narrative arc, but maybe like, you know, maybe the expansion post final shape is like effects focused expansion, which I feel like there's never really actually been a Vex expansion, so to speak. It's like having like a big, a bigger deep dive into like the Vex as like an enemy faction and maybe actually having like a true, like quote unquote Vex big bad. Cause I don't feel like we've ever really had that in destiny. Is is cool, but like you know, you know, I just hope that comes with like more interesting things to like shoot and fight in the in the actual video game, you know. But but what do you? Yeah, I yeah I I think so. I like the veil containment bit about the Vex. How like they found the 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 ship 
on Neomuna, and then they like inserted themselves into time on Neptune so that they'd always been there, so that way they can torture the people <laughs> on Neomuna. It's really funny. Like yeah. it's it's a good like microcosm demonstration of like what their power actually lets them do. Right. It's basically what they did on Venus, which like when I was playing Destiny One, I couldn't have told you that's what was going on <laughs> on Venus. Um but you know, and that being like the Veil Containment Group being the Ishtar Collective as well, which was what the the place on Venus was. Um so that's cool and, and like stuff like that is cool. So like <laughs> potentially them like a Vex home planet that we potentially could visit in a future expansion. Um, yeah. could be really cool. Uh, like a totally Vex world. Uh, obviously we've been in the network and we've been to Vex places and had half Vex allies. Uh, so like there are plenty of other things to escalate. I'm with you though of like, boy, if I just got to fight like harpies and wyverns again, <laughs> that does yeah, sound like it's going to take the wind a lot of the sails and a lot of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, Destiny has needed like a new enemy race for like five years. Yeah. So yeah. that's nothing Agreed. new. So I think, uh, you know, assuming like the final shape delivers some level of at least new enemy units, like some kind of new enemy race, which I, I think a lot of people are hoping, uh, yeah. especially if like, you know, it's either like ideally it is a new subclass, the final subclass and the new enemy race and if it's not both it has to be at least one or the other yeah um yeah so because otherwise like you know i'm gonna play that campaign and then uninstall Destiny for my, my playstation <laughs> for a few weeks maybe uh just to, to maybe force myself to take a longer break because i think i'll need it at that point sure uh yeah. but yeah i i i like the vex and i think there's there's plenty of potential Especially, like, if they start integrating with, like, another group of enemies. And maybe we had, like, half Vex, half Cabal, Cabal type deal. Stuff like that. That could be really cool. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I I would like to know, too. Like, I feel like it was implied at some point that, you know, the darkness created the Vex, potentially. Um, it would be cool if, like, we find out that the Witness maybe made the Vex at some point. Or that the progenitor race of the Witness um and and that kind of set them on a path that the witness ne- wasn't necessarily fond of right uh, sure and and they split at some point uh, <laughs> um and, but i i don't know i there's a lot of questions if if like post final shape first expansion is just like and we're going to do vex stuff and it's just vex stuff like that doesn't sound super exciting sure. at all yeah. yeah but if it has some of that facet of like maybe like Vex integrating with an organic race or a different, I guess they are technically organic, but like differently, uh, right. or like a Vex home planet or the Vex origins or time travel, like, you know, going, right, man. presumably we are going to like the origins of the universe within the traveler in the final shape. So like using that as like a springboard to do more timey wimey stuff could be really cool. Yeah. Or, like, going to, like, I think it'd be cool again because that idea of, like, I kind of hope, like, you know, to to some degree with, with them going to, you know, after the final shape is leaving it behind a lot of what we know about Destiny. And that, and that to me, like, feels like leaving the, our current solar system behind and going out to, like, different, like, a completely different galaxy or universe with, like, new planets and new things and stuff like that. It'd be cool to, like, I, I, like, I want that to a high, higher degree, but, like, I think that, like, bouncing off one of your ideas was 
go maybe going out into a different galaxy and going to a planet and finding out like the Vex the Vex like took over this took over this planet in a way they like kind of took over Nessus, but has have been at it like way, way longer and like have like integrated themselves more directly. Like maybe they've like integrated themselves into some of the race and like now they're like weird half vex, half weird aliens, or maybe they're, you know I think we have I've always heard like some some at some point in lore, like people talked about like the the Vex we've only currently seen in the Destiny universe are like considered like rank low like the lowest ranks of ranks of of like uh, Vex. Like they're seen as not like the actual like warrior Vex or like the com- combatant Vex rather than just like they're like little sentries or like, you know, navigators or like, you know, scouts or something. Something like that. I feel like I, I feel like that, that came up at some point in the lore or whatever. Like that's that's a lot of the, all the Vex we've seen so far. So like seeing like proper Vex that are, you know, maybe like more like, you know, warriors are like very different. And now they kind of move around battle, the battlefield or like you would have to fight them and stuff could be very interesting um, in, a, in a cool way to like set them up as like a bigger threat. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like I, I, I am I am there with you to an extent of like, you know, they would really they'd really have to go out of their way to like make a Vex like full on Vex expansion be seen super interesting if they especially, you know, depending on how like how we're going to see these next seasons in the build up to light the to, to final shape and what that's going to be. And there's like huge expectations on that. Like, like, you know, I, I could, cause I could see it kind of going either way. Cause I know there's like the expectation of like new subclass, new enemy race and new this. And like, I could see it going the other completely direction of like, they, they don't do any of that and save that as things to be like, here's like the, a new exciting thing to like sure. build up to. Um, and like, you know, here's, here's we travel to a new galaxy. And because we traveled here, we discovered a new power and that's like a new subclass that we then can discover, or maybe learn it from like a new alien race that you know or something you know that's always I think, a thing they could they could venture with but who knows you know we'll have to just see i know, I know we're not necessarily fully speculating but if you want me to tell you like pie in the sky like the thing that i think would make a big big difference like in a post uh light and dark saga is like a new class um sure like fourth, fourth a, class a fourth class Place your class where you get to play as a fallen. Yeah, that's they, that's definitely have, always been assumed. Like I've definitely always seen that idea thrown around. I was like, yeah, like, like play as a fallen or like a fallen has like light powers or like you know art powers. All at this point, yeah, you know? yeah. I yeah, that's like that is, and and the complications with that is like you know they're not going to have access to all the subclasses for sure, stuff like right. that. Because like, how are you going to have a splicer class play through? Uh, Blightfall and get Strand. Right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they have Strand, but it's just like you don't have to do all that to get that or whatever. Right. But sure, um, I, I would I would assume it would just be kind of like a reset that whatever new class would just have to like Void Arc and Solar, and then go from there. Or maybe three Darkness subclasses. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Def- definitely. Like I think yeah. Like at the end of the day, I think we're on track of just like i think they coming out of depending on how final shape goes we'll have to that's like definitely going to be a big moment to see like where destiny is left at when after the aftermath of that but like what is they have to have like a big thing i think they have to have like a really big big things big big pitch to like see uh 
what's what's past Destiny Two, and like even if that is like you know if they We're have to sunsetting everything, uh, yeah, if they have to like do like a bigger <laughs> like a bigger like content reset, I don't know, or if it's like um like big content reads like that or if it's like a hey we have to take like a like an extended period like a much longer period of time and like maybe maybe that like leaves you know destiny 2 at a lower point because maybe they go like hey we're not going to do like four whole seasons we, maybe we'll just go back to doing like two really big seasons and like that we're going to spread stuff out a little bit longer so that way we can you know pull more resources to work on this the like a bigger update to the game or you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, again, it's you know, a lot, a lot of a lot of expectations are going into this that August showcase right now for me, and I think just a lot of people just because it's like they we want to know what's what's going to happen to this game and the future of it beyond this 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 last thing because like clearly, especially now more than ever because like you know we're, we got like probably like I feel like the most details of that stuff from a couple of these interviews of talking about like yeah, yeah we're going to be setting up story stuff beyond this into into you know you know in the next couple seasons and obviously the final shape more than more than all like you know, we have we have the plans already like we already have these ideas and things of where it's going to go and like you know we just have to wait and see now truly, if they're, truly, they're compelling yes and i hope they are i mean there's a lot that's the nice thing about destiny is like there's so much stuff you know yeah. we've got the nine we've got the vex you know, I know the nine aren't going to get resolved by the yeah. end of the final shape. Like that's pretty much a great, like big bad or at least like antagonist to to like yeah log us some for a yeah while. some crazy yeah benevolent universal force for sure. Yeah, it's just like the Vex are kind of that too to an extent, but they have like time they can like travel through time and do all kinds of crazy shit. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, all they all they got to do. I'm not saying it has to be the best final raid boss ever but the witness has got to be a good one yeah what the witness has to the witness is has, has be to be a, like a epic a beat's wild, got a shred a wild wild raid boss and just yeah, it's got to be not weird just, not just boss but like a raid period like they have to yeah. like like they they they, they got to be the magnum know. opus you know they got to know that like that raid has to fucking be a, like a 10 out of 10 and like and like to be and to be completely fair, like I feel like even if it is a ten out of ten, I think even just because of the natural effect of like people having played Destiny for so long, a lot of people are still just gonna be like, oh, that was fucking awesome, but I'm done." Yeah, and that's <laughs> nice but that's okay. You. Yeah, you know? yeah. If I feel sure. good going out at the end of that raid and be like, "We did it," and it was like an epic fight, and the music was crazy, and the visual and spectacle was crazy, and the mechanics were cool. Like I'll be, you know, I'll sleep well that night. I'll I'll be yeah. satisfied with my time with Destiny. And no matter what comes after that point, I I won't care. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, you can, can I think you can tell from our conversations here with like where I think we're just in a wait we're in a, we're in a waiting period of in a, a waiting period and a, a period of hopefulness uh, as we wait to see what's next for uh, this game and the the kind of the bigger the bigger beat that's about to get into. Um, and we're definitely, and we're definitely gonna keep talking about it. You know, we'll, I think we'll, I think it's, I think we'll probably hold off from doing another episode here of Helm to Tower podcast. Maybe probably wait till like maybe Solstice drops and see what's going on yeah. with that. Um, cause it's not that far off. I think it's only like a week or I think it's only like two weeks away from when we'll yeah, it's like do the this. 
21st or whatever. Yeah, 21st or like uh, I think I think it's 18th. I don't know when the 18th just popped in my head. I think that's I think that's it's it's in a couple. We weeks. talked about it. we had we had this exact we def- conversation we def- last episode. <laughs> we definitely so. did. <laughs> listen to the last episode because we yeah. do know. Yeah, we, when we knew it about it then. back then. So yeah, if you listen to that episode, you already know too. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, well, we'll probably be back once Solstice drops and we played a little bit of that. And, like, I'm sure maybe we'll get some maybe other, like, weekly blog. Because, you know, by that point it'll be, you know, mid, mid-July. mid We'll be slowly getting into August. And I'm sure they're going to start giving us some more, you know, maybe next season deep details and patch notes and other things that are that are kind of be kind. Because, you know, we know, we know some cool stuff's coming next season already. Like, you know, we know, like, those, those patch note changes. We're getting the exotic mission, like, rotator, right? Like, that's going to be next yep. season. Which that. probably means like crafted, um, Hawkmoon and Dead Man's Tale in some yeah, fashion. Potentially, like yeah, that. yeah, that that would make sense uh, for sure. So yeah, there's definitely some. I think there'll be some cool stuff next season, um, and then obviously you know the August show, the end of August showcase. So they, I think they'll start giving, you know, not not a bunch of you know maybe some teases to that closer to it, but I don't think they're gonna obviously give us a bunch of information on what what they're gonna show there. Obviously, until they show it. Um, but it'll probably still be like, you know, season, seasonal, like, you know, here's some teases, seasons, you know, we're getting some new strand aspects. They might show us some strand aspects or something, um, before then. So, you know, we'll, we'll still be, you know, topping in here and there with some episodes as we get to that. Um, but yeah, but for now, thanks everybody, uh, for hanging out with us, uh, ramble on about destiny Two. Uh, a video the, game. Everyone's favorite video game. Everyone no yeah. dislikes. No one. No one dislikes it. No one thinks it's dying or you know putting trying to put it out the pasture or <laughs> or complaining or complaining about things that have been in the game for years at this point. You know, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, we're just trying not to. We're just, you know, we're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> I guess sometimes and not. Um, and sometimes the best time you're having is not playing Destiny. <laughs> yep, yep. So that has been has everybody been, take a break. <laughs> has been not bad at all. Not not playing the game. I'll tell you what. Um, but yeah, um, thanks everybody for uh, hanging out with us. Watching here on YouTube.com/slash Help the Tower. Mm-hmm. Feel free to subscribe to us. You know if you haven't already. Or, you know, or just you know, leave a comment in the, in the and just let us know what you're, what what you're thinking about as for Destiny and stuff. Feel free to feel free to let us know what you're thinking. What what are you playing when you're not playing Destiny? Yeah. Right also, now? yeah. Also, feel free to do that. You know, we have we have another channel, YouTube.com/slash Rational Passions. Um, you can find us there. We we talk about non-Destiny stuff, and you can you know you can check it out there. We'll have some we'll have some thoughts on Final Fantasy 16 soon and some other games coming out uh that we're gonna be checking out uh, for videos and whatnot so if you're to stop by there if you if you oh, like if you would like to follow me you can follow me at re means win is the yeah the new, the new handle a u r i excellent yeah i can throw that in the description and stuff as well you can follow us on twitter at i at um i'm at mike ip underscore as well you can follow us on twitter to see us talking about whatever the hell we're going to talk about. Talk about, well, we can instead of talking about destiny dying, we can talk about Twitter. You can see us talk about tw- Twitter dying on Twitter instead. Follow us on threads. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Follow no, me on no. Blue Sky. Uh, check me out on Hive. Where the uh, bees at? Uh, check, me, check me out on Pornhub.com. And my, I mean, <laughs> no, um, uh, anyway, we're, th- OnlyFans.com. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, 
we gotta, we gotta do something out here. Destiny's dying, you know what I mean? God. So yep. we're off. All right. It's completely off the rails at the end of it, but that was fun. Um, but yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, we're all, we're here on YouTube. You know, check us out. We're on podcast services if you're listening. Thank you. As always, um, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.